thanks to CMTP. It's the pregame show on CDFNL Live. Yes, welcome back to CDFNL Live here on Mix FM. There's a little bit of a shower just passing through at the moment. It's getting dark, Drew. Yeah, yeah, turn the do. lights on here. <laughs> we might get a night game. We might potentially do. We're here for the Carlton Imperials in the West and Illawarra Biak. It is round seven, part number one. Of course, the split round because Otway Districts and Lawn and Simpson and South Colic have the week off. I said they off. Yeah, hopefully they'll be just enjoying themselves inside somewhere. We'll probably going to watch a bit of footy. Maybe going to watch a bit of AFL. Seen a few Otway guys out here today, so yeah. come in a bit of watch a bit of local, local footy. Yeah, we'll preview the round of footy and Nepal very very shortly before as the bottoms are just come out onto the ground. But Maxi, game three hundred in the CDFNL today for you, mate. I'll put you on the spot. Last night, uh, top five games you've ever done in the Carlock and District Footy League. We've done a lot together. How many games have we done together? Oh, Too know. many. A lot. There's a lot uh, that we've done here. Um, um, so <laughs> there's a difference between best games and also favourite games, though, isn't yeah. there? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Because, like, when you think about it, when you asked me last night to pick top five best games that I've done, I think... It's hard to remember, but there's some like that stick in the back of your head. Um, the one here in 2013, Colac Imperials took on Lawn. They were mm. the two best sides that year, and they played a pretty good game. Um, last year's Easter Saturday game. Oh, that was a cracker. Uh, Lawn and Elvie. Uh, 2018, it wasn't probably the best game in the world, but Eagles versus Irrawarra back when the Eagles broke their 55-game losing streak. Um, 2015, Simpson, uh, sorry, South Colac and Imps when Coxie kicked it after the siren. That was a pretty emotional day because of mm. what happened the day before when Aaron Marnie sadly passed his passed away and um, the next day the, the, the two sides decided to play still and the game was an absolute rip and again it was decided by Coxie kicking after the siren. And then the 2014 game between South and Simpson at South when Simpson were on top of the ladder but they sort of just needed a big scalp and that was just uh, the last quarter from them was was really good. So yeah, they're five games that really stick in my mind. I wouldn't like I can't say if they were the greatest, but they're ones fun broadcasts too. I reckon there was a day at Birigara when it just all the broadcasts went just so well. We had Jace Kelly, we had Dean Tevlin on. Who else do we have on? Someone else. The day we had Merv Hughes on. You just think about really There's good lot, quality yeah. broadcasts. Maxie, what about the two? I guess you call the first draw not a draw because it was a final, Birigara and Apollo Bay, and then the, the draw out of Irrawarra Bay. Yeah, no, I guess the result was close, wasn't it? Yeah. The, that Birigara Apollo Bay game was uh, was a right, really good final because we didn't know what was going to happen. And then Peter Hickey stormed on the ground and he was showing his uh, chairmanship there, wasn't he? <laughs> I, I think the one. I think a special mention had to go to Lawn versus Otway District when Pete Hickey took, nearly Called took on Mark yeah. McCall. <laughs> we nearly yeah. had the Royal Rumble and Stribbling Reserve. But that. Uh, all the time when you look back at a drawn game, though, you think there's a side that just, it, they bubbled it up. And on that day, Birigara, I felt like, as good as Apollo Bay were, Birigara had a few good players out, but they kicked a lot of points. Yeah. And then likewise, when um, Irwara Biak and Birigara came and draw, felt like Birigara <laughs> stuffed that one up again too. So, yeah, it was good to finally get a draw. Yeah, yeah. It, took I, a, it took a long time. I never thought it? we were going to get one, yeah. but yeah, we so got there. Going back to the very start, Max, how did you fall into the commentary box? Uh, I was at the community station, and I was at Sim- playing at Simpson at the time, and I was injury prone and all that, and I sort of just wanted to get involved. And uh, Laurie Savage, 
and Jock Brady and Warren Richies were doing the Colac Tigers games. Yep. So I came in and did stats for them a couple of times. And I, yeah, really wanted, I really liked it. I really, because I, I used to kick the footy around in the backyard as a kid and commentate, things like that. And I love 90s, early 2000s commentary as well. So that's how I base my commentary on. I don't base it on mm. the new generation of BTs trying to be real big entertainers. I think you need to describe the footy, but also, like, you know, be a bit of a character as well, too. But you just take it a bit more serious. And I don't I don't think we're going to ever have that broadcasting in Australia again. No. The way that we had... Because there was an AFL grand final where they literally had three commentators on yeah. that day. So, but yeah, I loved it. And, um... Yeah, it just started a bit slowly, and then eventually we did Colac Tigers. I, I, I actually, Jock Brady moved aside, and I jumped in with Warren Ritchie's, and I learned a lot from Warren. I really loved his commentary as well, too. He was very old school. One of the great it. local footy commentators. Yeah, he was time. really, yeah. really good. Um, I did a couple of games with Tim Farquharson or Tim James. He worked at SCN. He was a golf reporter, but he came down and did a few games with us, and he was really good. I learned a bit out of him as well, too. And... Um, yeah, the sort of rest is history. There was a moment where um, the station at, at Otway FM, OCR FM, that was sort of like they gave me the reins to control it. Actually, I think I just ended up taking it over. <laughs> no one asked. And then I, and we did a final series in 2010, the whole final series, because Colac went out. They didn't play finals that year. So we did the whole CDFNL final series, and we got so much good rapport out of it. And the technology side of things was changing, so you could go remote and use. We use Skype every week from there, and we made the decision to do CDFNL in 2011. Um, and yeah, went through there. And then Nick liked that product, came to me. It was an Armani medal night when Corey Bolsh wasn't there to win it. Oh yeah. And uh, we had the meeting with you and Lee Lee Hartman one day, and yes. you both looked at each other thinking, "Oh, what?" And yeah, the rest is sort of just. Sort of mounted to history, yeah. yeah but eight such, years on has gone, still going strong as yeah, ever. Yeah, it's such a valuable part. I mean, we're very fortunate as a district league to have radio coverage, and I, I think we yeah. see it out there in community when you wander around the street. I hope the feedback you get. Yeah, you pretty, too. Yeah, pretty, you do. Yeah, you get it. You get it. And it gets. Um, like Michael Harrison always tells me, like, if it wasn't for you, like, we wouldn't have a real public image in the Colac League. We might not be able to recruit and. Some clubs say because it's on commercial radio station and the folly one on social, we, we're able to attract players. Um, and that's always pretty good feedback to get. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's some clubs that come up to you and say, is there any chance you can talk to this player from this league to get him over the line? And so I don't work like that way. But, yeah, you do. You get a lot of... You get a lot of not negative, but you get some constructive criticism now and then, which I always take on board. I'm, I'm always one that you always want to learn. Um, and it's been really good. One of the... I, I think the best things that the station has done and um, Lippy coming on board because he does give us feedback a lot more than what we used to and j- just to improve the, the coverage and that's been a real benefit as well too. So sometimes I get the email from Lippy, I'm like, oh, here we go. But it's just really good to sort of, because you want to continue, you want to grow it and um, I keep saying we're the world's best local footy com- um, radio call team. Yeah. So you want to become that and you want to, Reinvent the wheel a little bit. Um, I do listen to some down like Geelong Way, and it's like it's pretty boring at times. Like that's just the standard yeah. that I have. Yeah. But I think we have a bit more of an upbeat sort of feel to it. Um, K Rock, when they've done local footy now, has been really good for the um, local footy broadcast in Victoria because they're a really high populated station. 
um, and you know, listening to them, you, you take a bit of ideas from Kingy and, yep. and that as well too. So that's been really good. Yeah, well done, mate. Hopefully another 